With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Even easier than choosing Charles Barkley in a pickup game. We'll take Barkley. Ha! First pick! Sorry, kids! Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? Okay, here's the plan. Pass me the ball every time. This is banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. everybody and welcome to Dialogue with Divinity on the X-Zone Broadcast Network. I'm Johanna Carroll and I am your host and we welcome you today to a very interesting show. Dialogue with Divinity was created many years ago with the intention of bringing the wisdom keepers of our time to you, the listeners, so that you could take the information, take that wisdom and make really positive changes in your life. If you'd like any more information about my work personally that I've been doing for over 30 years, you can find me at johannacarroll.com. So our guest today is known as the Demon Slayer. It sounds rather ominous, right? Aren't there a lot of demons in your life that you'd like to get rid of? Whether it's negative information or negative people or something that's in your home, maybe that you're not quite sure. We're going to talk about this a lot today with a wonderful author who is, she basically is the author of a series called uh, the, The Demon Slayers. And so the handbooks that she's got and the information that she's got for doing your inner and your outer world work is really pretty fabulous. So let me tell you about our our dragon demon slayer who's with us today. Tracy Dunn Blazer, she obviously is the demon slayer. She's also a spiritual empath, a shaman, and an author, and she's based in Los Angeles. This is really interesting. She calls herself a multi-sensitive So for you people, including myself, that have never heard that expression, we have to find out exactly what that means. I think I know what it means to be a multi-sensitive. She's got a great blend in that regard of intuitive information combined with different modalities. Obviously, shamanism is one of them. And she's had the opportunity really to reach thousands of people just like you to achieve personally a deep healing and create success and peace that they're seeking in their daily lives. Sound familiar? She's a compassionate, humorous, and I know she is because I spoke with her last week and we had a lot of fun on the phone. So hopefully we're going to bring that to the show today. This is a very down-to-earth person, very successful person. As I said before, she's the author of, you know, her series is really critically acclaimed, the Demon Slayers Handbook Series. And the latest volume, Hear Your Soul History, Activate the True Power of Your Shadow, we've all heard about that shadow self, was just released in April. She's a very powerful uh, person who's gotten great response from her readers. And so without further ado, I want to welcome Tracy to Dialogue with Divinity. Hi, Johanna. I am so glad to be here with you today. This is going to be so much fun. 
I know we're going to continue the conversation that we had before. So first of all, before we really get into your work and what you've been doing and all those great tools that are going to help our listeners, multi-sensitive. I've never really, I mean, I know for myself, there's lots of disciplines that I'm using, but in your words, what is a multi-sensitive? Well, the expression came out of uh, a total quandary of how to express to people. A lot of people, uh, when you say psychic, they that makes th- that means something very specific to them. True. Uh, and I, I am psychic, but I'm clairvoyant, clairaudient, clairsentient, mm-hmm. and empathic, which means I read on all levels of energy. Right. I feel it. I experience a lot. A lot of psychics don't. Nece- they're not necessarily empathic. True. Um, so, so I, and I also do mediumship work and it, all, mm-hmm. all of the things that I do are really based on the person that I'm uh, speaking with, that, that the person I'm dealing with, whatever is going on with them pulls out of me, whatever modality I need to use with them. And so that's how I chose multi-sensitive to help, help people grasp that in a different way. You know, I'm going to borrow that from you. <laughs> Because please, I, many years, many years ago, I was, uh, I think my listeners have probably heard this before, but many years ago, I was invited to come to LA and, and do a, a meditation service, uh, teaching, blah, blah. And a lot of my students showed up, my clients showed up, a lot of people I'd never met showed up. So before we even got going, uh, this woman said, well, who are you and what do you do? And, you know, it's really hard to label what we do. So I'm really loving, loving, loving this whole multi-sensitive. So one of my students stood, well, she's my psychic. And then another one said, no, she's my intuitive. No, she's my spiritual guide. No, she's my mentor. She's my mother. I said, so there's your answer. Whatever you need me to be at that moment in time is is what shows up. So I'm going to call myself multi-sensitive. Thank you for creating that. Um, one quick question, though, before we take our first break, after our introducing your wonderful work, demon slayer. I mean, that's such a powerful word. Define for me how you would define yourself as a demon slayer. Well, you know, what's interesting is that I li- I have never called myself that, <laughs> but 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 I am. Somebody but did. I actually have that reputation. Someone did. Uh, I have that reputation in my group of people because anytime mm-hmm. they come upon uh, a problem that is either too emotional or too scary for them to deal with, they refer their client to me. Um, so for me, a demon slayer, and I, I literally have done deliverances on people with people that actually have spiritual trauma that shows up as a demonic energy or sure. uh, an otherworldly entity, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, but I also deal with things like addiction or uh, people who are, are um, threatening suicide. Uh, I mean, I deal, I deal with the elements uh, of spiritual and emotional trauma that sometimes are intimidating for other people in, my, in, in our genre of work. Okay, we're going to hold that thought. We're going to take, take a quick break. We will be right back and continue the dialogue. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. Foundation focusing on evidence based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good To Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800 square mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good To Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, 
every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Welcome back, everyone, to Dialogue with Divinity. This is Johanna Carroll, your host. And today we have a fabulous guest, Tracy Dunblazer, also known as the Demon Slayer. And before we went to break, she was talking a little bit about, you know, how she got that handle. <laughs> and sometimes we have people who tell us who we are rather than knowing it ourselves. But Tracy, one of the things, you know, you were talking about is, you know, to me, it's all about negative energy. And I, I know one of the reviews that you got on your on your books I, I really love this an inspirational guide to using a soul's long history to combat present day negative forces which do show up obviously you know we say you know demonic we think you know it's that it's to me it's just really low negative energy so Absolutely. When we were speaking on the phone last week, you talked a little bit about, you know, exorcism in the traditional and non-traditional sense. So are you actually going to people's environments or is this something you're doing long distance? I mean, how do people really get rid of negative if they're working with you? Well, every, so everybody, first of all, you have, every person has a, a paradigm or a lens they look at life through. True. So there are actually people who experience actual creepy demonic energies that is that is there's a group of people who have that experience and if they're having that experience i work with them within that experience to help uh free them from the energy now there are other people who just you know they had bad things happen to them all the time or that's how they they feel like the world is against them and and uh you know however they're being treated in their world. And in that case, I help them deal with their emo the emotional lens that they look at life through, which oftentimes is based in a uh, unprocessed trauma, right? So if you've had things in your childhood, uh, one of the things that I, I really wanted to do in this book is to bring together the people who, who are afflicted um, and then connect them, create a common ground between them and the people who don't have that experience at all. So you're you kind know, of connecting the, uh, the afflicted and the addicted. Let me ask you a question. Do you think a lot of this going into my woo-woo world even deeper is karmic on some level? I mean, I don't think anybody wants bad stuff to happen to them, but you know, is it, is it karmic? Absolutely. So, and that's the, the heal your soul history book, um, which was just released. That's exactly what I deal with is, uh, what even if you don't believe in past lives, every human being, our soul comes in with specific imprints that generate a particular response from the world outside of us and, and then a reaction to that response within us. And that has, that has a specific pattern that if you can start to give that a voice or give it a picture, like when, when we talk about a past life, we're giving that a picture. We're saying, you know, back in, you know, uh, 1795, I was a, uh, a, a seance person and, and, I, and I did black magic or, you know, what, what, you're, you're, you're owning a particular energetic dynamic and then uh, for going back to that place and forgiving yourself in that space allows you to change the way you relate to it in this lifetime. 
Well, right. I, so I think that I think there's a lot of value, of value in past life awareness because it allows you, to me, karma is just unfinished business. I mean, it sounds, yeah. you know, well, it's just unfinished business. Well, on some level it is. So you decided to reincarnate, come back into the flesh and, you know, sort of carry on the story and heal an aspect as well. So w- what you're talking to, I mean, I consider that to be, which is going to sound rather demonic on some level, a psychic wound of the soul. And so Absolutely. whether it's good or bad, you know, it's, I said, okay, I've got to finish the story. And I think a lot, the mistake a lot of people make in past life, first of all, everybody that's listening, I'm sorry, but you you weren't Cleopatra, you know, I mean, sometimes you're just a regular person, <laughs> exactly. you know, and sometimes really, you tended the cows. Yeah. Or you, you know, whatever it doesn't. And sometimes past lives were really beautiful. They weren't all bad. So you're always bringing that. Forward. So for me, um, going backward into a past life regression or reviewing that picture through someone else, obviously like Tracy, I think is really valuable because it really helps me understand why I behave or react cognitively a certain way now. Yes. So once you yes. help someone get that clarity, then what happens? Well, it comes in layers because you have your physical body uh it's the the creation of your physical body is a direct relationship to all the energy or soul aspects that you have so when you change a soul aspect uh that energy has to shift on every other level mental emotional physical and spiritual and etheric etheric would be your your aura right and yeah. so sometimes people have, I have a client currently who's uh, going through a, a healing crisis. We mm-hmm. got to a very core lifetime issue for her. And once it shifted, she's been in bed for the last two days. Mm. And for the first time in her life, she doesn't care. Like she's a real, she's a classic nurturer and wants to take care of any, everybody in her life. And for the first time, she's like, you know what, y'all handle it. And it's giving her the opportunity to, for her body, not only to shift, and release anything she's carrying in her body that it resonates with that previous energy, but it's also giving her a, an opportunity to mentally and emotionally reboot. And then you have uh, what I really think is the real work, because all, all of the spiritual transformation, that happens pretty, in, it, it happens instantaneously once you get the information. But the real work comes when you have to start changing your behavior and the way you think about mm. people, places, and things. Why do you think people resist that? I mean, it's hard. Sometimes it's hard. You know, I know when I have a client call me and I've never worked with them before, they're new on the path, you know, as we say, it's like, you sure you really want to do this? Because, you know, there's some work right. to be done here. And I'm not saying it's painful, but when you're peeling away layers of energy, and, and obviously some of them can be the wounds from the past, they can be lower energy, you know, it's all energy, high, middle, low energy. It can feel like um, something's got a hold on me, you know, that kind of thing. Um, So I think that's the hardest part. I mean, I think I always also have an expression, God will slam you into the sidewalk until you get it. You know, how much does it have to hurt before you're really ready to you know, let go of that psychic wound or past life trauma. And so do you think that people can, you know, like a haunted house, for instance, you know, I mean, does somebody really karmically sign up to be in a haunted house to give them, 
you know, wisdom to look at something that's going on in there. You know, what is there like a deeper meaning or is it just a bunch of crud that showed up? Um, all, all of, all of the above. So you, you said three different things. And one of them I want to go back to, cause it's so amazing. And I'm so glad you brought it up. Johanna is, uh, the idea of the pain. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm also, I'm also a grief counselor. And, and the reason why I became a grief counselor is because, uh, because, because in any transition, happy or sad, uh, there is pain when the heart opens, when the heart breaks, it opens. So when we cry, when we experience anguish, that is actually our heart opening and expanding. And so the more you process, the more you allow yourself to experience those, uh, they call them kriyas. Yeah. Uh, when you experience that rush of, of emotion through you, uh, you then have this incredible calm afterwards. It actually, they actually have brain research today, which I'm, I know you know about. It, mm -hmm. When you cry for 10 minutes or more, mm -hmm. uh, it actually changes the neurons. It erases old neurons and creates mm -hmm. a space for, new, for you to populate new neurons in your neural circuitry that tell you how to think and feel. I wonder so, if that's the same thing that happens. Uh, I know when I'm teaching a lot of my retreats, we do a laughing meditation. And so yes. it's, it's also changing the biochemistry of the brain. So for those of the, you who are listening, because, you know, life's serious. We're talking about negative energy. I mean, maybe a way to kickstart this before you do some work with Tracy or, you know, with whomever, particularly reading her books. Um, maybe, you know, put a comedy show on or, you know, go on the Internet and look at start laughing I mean, we're not saying, okay, we all want you to break down and cry, but, you know, I, I look at it as an emotional release. And I think that, do you think maybe the laughing meditation is a good way for people to start? Because I know your book Absolutely. is, your inner world book is embracing, you know, your power. But the book that you're talking about right now, The Soul History, is about your shadow power. And there is a lot of power in that. And so there is a lightness to it, right? Oh, absolutely. There, here's the thing. So in, in the first book, in Master Your Inner World, the first chapter, I, I give at the end of every, there are five chapters or five parts per book. And at the end of each of them, I give a ritual. And book, book one, chapter one, the ritual is a humor ritual. Oh, good. It is to watch five, five, funny, five sources of funny a day. Good, good. I love to it. To help change your perspective. Absolutely. So the, the thing is, is that laughing and crying come from the same place and they generate similarly. Yeah, that's and what I was referring the, 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 to. It's interesting. Yes. yes. And so your goal is to not be moved by either, right? If you, if you're, if you find something really funny, like if people, when they watch a movie with me, let's say there's a lot of death and dying in a movie and, and I laugh. That's happened before, and people have gone, oh, my God, who is this person? Because <laughs> she's laughing. And, so and it's, it's, yeah, exactly. Who is this heartless cretin sitting next to me? And, I mean, I, I didn't realize, I didn't realize uh, that, that I would be perceived that way until, until it happened a few times. I was like, oh, my goodness. Because I, 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 uh, sometimes when I am too emotional I, or, or full, I call it being full up, when I'm full up to the brim, mm. uh, I would prefer to laugh rather than cry sometimes. And so laughing is a response from me to sometimes really intense, uh, either vulgar or, you know, devastating calamity on a, in a TV show or a movie or whatever. I laugh, but it's, it, that's my way of expressing my anguish. <laughs> and uh, anyway, yeah, so. Uh, How's that working for you? So, so, 
Um, no, seriously, well, I, I mean, it's great for me. No, I mean, I don't. No, it, it's perfect because you can't look. I, as an empath, I feel everybody's pain all the time. I can't. Yeah, that's hard. And I can't. And I can't perceive it as. I can't be victimized by it. And I recognize or early on, I felt very victimized by it. Today, as a professional, I can't be victim. Being oh. victimized at a certain point when you have information is a choice. Would you explain to everyone and, that's listening who doesn't know what an empath is? An empath is a person who literally takes on the emotional body or emotions of a person and then feels them. And what I do as a professional is I read from that place. So I have people that sometimes they're, uh, they're grieving something and they don't even know what it is that they're grieving. So I'll right. take it on mm-hmm. and there's a story in it. Yeah. And I'm able to give voice to their pain. You know, and, I, I you know, call I'm, that I'm, a... I call that being a psychic sponge. <laughs> and yeah. so for, for me, being a psychic sponge, or if I'm working with someone that's a psychic sponge, the tool for me, and for those of you that are listening, and I'm sure that Tracy can relate to this, is does this belong to me? Does this belong to someone else? Or does this belong yes. to the universe? Because the reality is, it, it, you, and just like we were saying, Sometimes it doesn't even belong to them. And so for those of you that are listening, when you understand this and get more awareness and have good tools, you only need to address the stuff that belongs to you. So um, if you are, you know, a psychic sponge on some level, you might want to do some work with Tracy to separate that out so that life becomes lighter and and not so heavy. How do you think that, um, I don't know, I'm jumping all around here. We're talking about the shadow power. And so to me, everything is energy, high energy, low energy, et cetera. It all coexists in the same place. Right. We'll be right. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influenced her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. 
For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Nemology Science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Nemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Welcome back to our show today. You're listening to Dialogue with Divinity, and we are speaking with Tracy Dunblazer, also known as the Demon Slayer. And before we went to break, we were talking about energy and the coexistence of energy, light, and dark, and then specifically relative to your soul history book, Shadow Power, Having Value. So it almost sounds like the shadow, you know, very Jungian's shadow self and but I think there is a lot of value in what we don't see, which some people would call the, the shadow self or the dark side. Can you expound on that a little bit? I can. Um, one of the things that I try to focus on, or is it specifically a focus of the, of the Heal Your Soul history, is that the shadow is that which is within us that we aren't necessarily aware of, which mm. is why it's our shadow, because it's following it's, unknown. it's always yeah. there. It's unknown. Right. Well, it's... Yeah. it's but, well, I don't. Sometimes, sometimes we know it, but we're but we're unaware of it. Like we, it's our, it's it's. There are different levels of it, and the other thing is that negative energy is energy that is dense enough to penetrate all the way into our physical world. Mm-hmm. And so, one of the, one of the things that I've tried to do is to take take the 
high and low comparison out and put it into um, your negative thinking has a positive, like it's, it's one big arrow and the negative point connects to your physical experience or your emotional experience, but there's a positive and uh, positive message coming with it. The spirit, the creator is trying to speak to you through your pain and your pain is the thing that clears the pathway for that message to come all the way through. And it's purposeful. And, And the more you can embrace that process, the less painful it becomes and the more humor you can have, the more you can look at the most, I mean, our, our, our climate today, we won't get into politics at all, but I know that a lot of sensitive people are having a re- really difficult time right now yep. because things are in a complete and total emo- emotional upheaval. And so right now there are communities that are grieving, right? And so even if you're, maybe, maybe you're not empathic necessarily, but maybe you're just, you know, you're a regular human being that is compassionate of others and you're going to feel the weight of, uh, of what's coming from your community, from whomever you live around or wherever you live. Um, there's, a, there's a saying in, uh, in the, the uh, uh, addiction world, in the re- recovery world, that says you spot it, you got it. Ah, so we don't, we don't take on things that we are unfamiliar with or that we don't know. We literally are, are energetically open to the things that we know or we are familiar with. I so also feel, though, that... Level, I feel that chaos is a precursor to change. And so, you it know, is. you're talking about, you know, the psychic wound, the shadow self and all of that. I, I feel it's also, you know, great saying by one of the great masters, be in the world, but not of the world. So you can't be swallowed up by the world, but you can create your own reality within your experience of life. And, you know, it's really it's interesting to watch. That's my favorite word. It's interesting to watch what's going on. I mean, I'm seeing people that have been friends for years that like they're so pissed off. They don't even want to talk to anybody anymore because of this whole political debacle that's going on. It's really polarity. It's at its finest on some level. However, that being said, I think that there's some really positive changes in that mirror reflection of ourself. And I think, you know, your shadow power, you know, um, healing your soul history, that that's a fabulous book for people to be taking a good look at that and maybe having, you know, a consciousness shift, a paradigm shift, you know, et cetera. I mean, one of the things that you said, I think I read it in your blog. This is all an opportunity to personalize your relationship with your creator loving you. You're talking about the arrow and, you know, what's at the tip of the arrow and what follows the arrow. And I do feel that, you know, we all signed up for this experience at this moment in time. So for those of you that are listening, and by the way, in her book, she really talks about home worship and things, you know, there's not necessarily creating your own church. And I don't mean you're going to be a pastor, but, you know. How do you allow the divine to come to you in a new and brand new different way where you can personalize your relationship with the aspect of your creator loving you? I mean, that's the intention. I feel that the natural state of the soul is peace, harmony and bliss. And everybody's scrambling around trying to find out how to get there. You know, absolutely. One of the things that that all of this uh, apparent turmoil has uh, pointed out the cultural traumas that we are still suffering from, it's making, it's making the, them blister up and open up to be healed. 
Like all, all of this that's happening, it had to happen because all of this stuff has been submerged, mm-hmm. well, forever. And so we're, we're, we're bringing it up. We're talking about it. We're, pe- people are honest, whether or not you agree with them or whether or not they sure. appear to be hateful or whatever it is that they, mm-hmm. they appear to be, they're, 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 speak, they're getting out their truth. And it is through the process of saying what it is that makes you actually question yourself as to what it is or what it can be. The only thing I have to tell you about that, I mean, I I agree that we should speak our truth. And of course, it's a big speak your truth thing. That's a big part of (laughs) metaphysical practices for, but I think there's another piece that needs to be added on to it. It's not a lot, we need to sugarcoat it, but when you are speaking your truth, it doesn't mean you're trashing another person and shredding their soul. I mean, you know, truth conversation, first of all, I feel maybe you can, you know, add something to this. You got to have the conversation with yourself first, but how can you speak your truth to others without blame, without destroying relationships? I mean, obviously, you know, in this chaotic time, you know, people are revealing who they truly are on some level and, and yet we're still in this place of judgment. So how do people speak their truth consciously? Well, I I mean, here's the thing. So, uh, Compassion is something that's taught and learned. It, it, I mean, it, it is our natural state, but it is something that over years and years or centuries of fear-based thinking creates a shell that has to be broken through. And True. there's a certain phase, one of, one of the things I really talked about in the, I talk about it in the second book, uh, as far as culturally speaking, how we deal with things like fanaticism or racism or uh, gender uh, equality you know, sexual identity, all, all of those things, when, when there is something that people do not understand, and it doesn't, it's not, a, it's not uh, appropriate in connection with their, whatever their spiritual or religious beliefs are, they feel like uh, it touches them in a way that is hurtful to them, and then they become fearful. The only way those people are going to process out their own self-loathing, and that's what it is, make no mistake about it, when people are hateful to others, it's because they have a deep-seated unconscious self-loathing which is an emerging awareness of themselves and for them to speak out right as hurtful as it can be towards other people other people whoever they are if you if if it sticks to you you have to own it on some level i call it the 50 50 in in the book it's that like johanna you and i are having a conversation and you offer something and i offer something and we meet ultimately at the same level, mm-hmm. right? So whatever yeah. I'm saying is pro- provoking and promoting you to say whatever it is that you say back and forth. And both, both of us are masterful. So we're not, we don't need to be mean or hateful or, or sad and we can enjoy each other because that's where we're at. But people who aren't in that place, you're going to meet other people in the place where you're at. And so whatever you attract to you, and that's really what I wanted to address in the second book is understanding that you're not being punished by what you attract. You are attracting what you are because it's, it's the, the very thing that's going to help you to evolve and expand into conscious thinking, conscious expression, and compassion. So one of the things that I, I don't know if I got this from your blog or I just wrote this down in my notes, um, the que- I had a question, but I think maybe I can answer your question. How is the Deemer Slayer's handbooks different from spiritual handbooks? And then this is what I wrote. 
they're different because they help you apply and what is reflecting back to you from your own spirit, which is pretty much what you just said. But a lot of people don't want, I'm not saying it's, a lot of people are having a tough time with that. They're very invested in being angry. But just to me, of course. they're not, they're never, you know, we're here to grow as a person and evolve as a soul. I think, you know, people say, what's well, my purpose? To to grow as a person and evolve as a soul. So, right. you know, I, I, it just, I don't know. I just don't know how someone can survive this chaos without, first of all, a, a greater faith, and I don't mean religion, in themselves right. to rise above what's holding them back. And maybe that's too intellectual or something, but you know, people are suffering, but you know, they got to look at where's it coming from, you know? Absolutely. Here's the thing. We are living in a time where nobody gets the luxury of sitting this out. <laughs> yes. The age of revelation. You are no more Absolutely. secrets. So no more secrets. Exactly. So everything becomes obvious eventually. And you, you as a person have to, again, do your inner work so that your, out, your outer world is a reflection that you appreciate and are grateful for and can, and can participate fully in. That's the goal, right? But if, you, but if you're not living in that world right now, if the world outside of you really sucks, then you need to deal with that. And that, that is, you have power over that. The more aware you become of it, you will become powerful in it. But you can't, like, stand outside of it and point to other people and, and be powerful by pointing your finger. That's not what power is. Yeah, the blame Pointing your game. finger and telling, right, and telling other people what they need to do or how they need to do it or that it's not your fault. That's force. And force eventually will lose out. And that's, that's a whole physics thing, which mm-hmm. I can't even begin to explain why that is. But the bottom yeah. line is, is force will never win. Quantum field. Because energy. Yes. Let me, let me, before we go to break, let me ask you another quick question because, you know, we're talking about demons and we're talking about negative energy and a lot of it we've called in and we've brought in ourselves and some of it shows up as basically what I think you're saying is the gift of awareness to take you to the next level. So how do people free themselves from demons. I mean, first of all, for those of you that are listening, this is a process. It's not going to happen overnight. But you know, the fact that you're listening, maybe that's the first step for you. So what would you suggest? We're going to have to make this a quick response before we go to break. To to become conscious in it. I I do uh, my in-home worship. I like to create altars. And my altar is I put on my altar what I'm willing to give up to the creator for the creator to give me that thing that I'm seeking. And if it's inner peace, then I'll focus on what is uh, what is causing me the what is what is causing me disruption or confusion, right? Is it is to is to call it out every specific thing. You can make it a daily practice, a weekly practice, a monthly practice, or a yearly practice wherever you're at. But you have to choose to go to it and not let it come to you. Can you give me an example? Um, well, so for somebody who feels a lot, who's feeling extreme rage and anger right now yeah, at, at the political climate, uh, it's important to, to voice your feelings. It's important, but it's also most important to be effective and voice them in a way that they can be heard. And you have to understand that if this is making you fearful, what is it you're really afraid of? Mm. You know, with healthcare, your insurance may get taken away. Okay, are you sick and why are you sick? 
you know, you have, you have to keep going back, back, back. And you layer, keep layer, layer. Yourself until, you yeah. get, until you get to the end of why am I sick? Yeah. Tracy, we're going to take what, a, what a, I'm gaining? Okay. Not that I want to end yeah. on getting sick, but we're going we're to come back with some <laughs> healthy solutions. So we're going to take a quick yes. break. We'll be right back. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, the Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, soul balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. 
A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiecka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. And here we are at our last segment of Dialogue with Divinity. And as a reminder, you are listening to the Exxon Broadcast Network. We have a wonderful menu of various guests and very intriguing hosts uh, and great shows. So we encourage you to take a look at that at xzbn.net. And we're going to wrap up with Tracy. Before we go any further, please tell people uh, where they can find you, where they can buy your books, and take a look at the work that you're offering. Wonderful. So I'm going to send people to the book site. It's uh, www.beaslayer.com. That's B-E-S-L-A-Y-E-R.com. And then you can get to tracydunblazer.com. You can purchase the book, which is uh, Heal Your Soul History, Activate the True Power of Your Spirit, of Your Shadow. Sorry about that. No, well, that shadow is part of your spirit. (laughs) So one of the things that I like that you have in the book, we sort of started with this, and maybe we'll wrap up with it as well, is reincarnation ruining your life. Do you think a lot of people are really invested in staying in the past, whether it's the past in this life or another past life? Why are people so attached to that? As an escape? Um, no, because it's trauma. Look, if, if, if a trauma happens and the trauma is never processed out, it follows you. That's what I do. In fact, I would, I would say to people, when you buy the book, please read the preface and introduction because that's going to put everything. And then you can skip around as much as you want. But read the first 20 pages because it's going to put everything into, into perspective. We, we're, people, your past is your present until you've processed it. Mm. And your your, your present will be, uh, your future is based on whatever you're living currently and, and people relive. Our spirit holds on to trauma so that it can remind us to not do that again. Oh, interesting. You know, so we, we no, no report, repeat performance. Okay. So one exactly. of the things the, that I, and, uh, go ahead. I, I just want to say that, that, and the only way to overcome that is to gain a relationship with yourself and your creator in a way that you know that the information that you need will come to you at any given time and you can let go of the previous trauma. You don't have to hold on to it in order to move forward. That's what I want to say. Yeah, I know that you talk a lot about soul excavation, which, you know, once you 
go down there. And by the way, for those of you that are listening, um, you know, it's really interesting. Once you dip your toe in the water of awareness, your intuition becomes more refined. I always feel that the beneficent rewards of the divine, as I call them, show up when you least expect it. And this is when people say, oh, my God, it's a miracle. But it's not. You've done a lot of work. You know, don't you think that at some point in time you're going to be, you know, your work is validated, gifted, you know, that there's something I call it your spiritual inheritance is out there for you. I mean, you know, again, I don't want to get biblical, but you can live heaven on earth. You can go to the goal, the goal of the soul, which is, you know, what all of this work that Tracy is talking about, this is going to get you there. So I really want to encourage you to go and start, you know, the fact that you're listening to the show, whether you want to acknowledge it or not, we're both going to tell you you've already started your journey. And for those exactly. of you that are on a journey, you know, it never ends. I, I personally believe that even when we drop the body and we cross over, you know, we're still doing, we're not floating around on clouds eating chocolate candy, unfortunately, maybe some days we are. But, you know, there's still a different type. Of, see, I like to move from the word work to the word service. So you're in service to your own right. self in service to your soul. And then somehow, you know, maybe it's your job, your relationships, your family, your money, whatever. It does start to transform and change. And so if you are, you know, a, you know, a psychic sponge, as I call it, um, yeah. you have a great opportunity to take that sponge and cleanse a lot of that old memory. So you could see your life now in, in a brand new way. So in terms of, you actually going in, have you actually ever gone into someone's home and removed a negative, you know, a demon or a negative presence? Woo. Can you talk about I that? Have, a little absolutely. Bit? Yeah, that absolutely. Be- I did this. I did an amazing. So there was a, there was a house. Um, it was a beautiful old Spanish style house that had, it was fairly large and the contractor that was doing a total renovation on it. Uh, the main guy kept getting hurt Ooh. And then every every morning, the guy would come in, and literally there was urine coming up through the floor what? in the living room, up up through wood floors. Like there were oh there was no God. access point, there was no animals in. It was literally up through the floor, and that doesn't it doesn't it's not even rational or logical how that happened. That's when right. they called me. Wow. And one of the things that I found. So every house has has an imprint, which is the, yep. the the people the people that have lived there and their continual behavior and energy, psychic energy that kind of sloughs off in the house. And if somebody like this woman had a sewing room, and the contractor went in and he moved the door, and one of the first thing that I saw was this woman standing at this wall cursing it. And that's why I'm like, what? Why is she? She's really mad. You did something here. What did you do? And he said, Oh, well, I moved the door from here to here. And so I. Basically, I calmed her, released her, and cleared and cleared that imprint. And it, I mean, that was hilarious. But the, the the one big deal was that there was a young man who had he was about 14 years old, and he had uh, been doing drugs. He, he he had become semi-possessed with a spirit, with a with a, a, a demonic energy. That'll do and it. He, and he ended up killing himself. He jumped off oh the roof. Gosh. He actually shot himself. And so I had to deliver him, deliver his spirit from the negative spirit and send it back to where it came from. 
and then help to help his soul to heal and forgive himself for what he'd done and then send him on his way. And from that point, they'd never had another problem. They, the rest of the job went well and they were able to sell the house. What happens so if uh, someone feels that they've actually been uh, possessed? You know, we sort of talked about this on another show, but I really want to do this quickly because I think it's fascinating. So say someone has had surgery and maybe they had, you know, they died on the table. And then all of a sudden, you know, they came back and I, you know, I had a client tell me this, that her husband had had open heart surgery and she said, he smells different. He's walking different. He even speaks differently. What, what is going on? So in that moment of whatever, there was a drop in. So how do you handle something like that? Well, so, I mean, but a drop in is different. So, uh, there are Klingons. Right. So energies that attach because in hospitals, there's a lot of places where um, people are unable to cross over on their on their own. And so if there is a a resonance between two, two energies, two spirits, they cling. So uh, oftentimes little kids are vulnerable in a hospital because they'll have compassion for someone who is unable to cross over and they'll cling to them. So that's one thing. And then there's rarely does a demonic possession happen. An actual possession means that uh, the person has com- has surrendered completely their own spiritual connection to their body and a demonic energy has come in, and that is really rare. People are oftentimes influenced by demonic energies, and they will try to speak through them or influence their behavior mm-hmm. or actions. But yeah. if you are a strong-willed person who take responsibility for yourself, that won't happen to you. Now, a drop-in is something different. Sometimes a spirit is literally done with its work and they leave and somebody comes to take the body. And that's what we would call a drop in. Mm. And that also, I mean, I don't know that it's rare per se. That's something we don't necessarily talk a lot about, but it definitely happens. Uh, There's also a situation where I, a lot of the young people, I had a a young, a young man who ended up completing a suicide. He was like 20 years old, but he was multi-spirited. He literally had about 20 different spirits living in his body. Oh my God. Because they all had a karma that they needed to work with. And, and he, he, you know, rightfully so, had a very difficult time with that. And his parents had a difficult time with that and tried to medicate him. And anyway, I, I ended up working with the parents in the aftermath to help them not feel guilty and help them recognize what his, his true life purpose was for that experience. I and, think that's really valuable. There, there seems to be, um, I don't, we don't really have time. Maybe we'll do it on another show. This whole upswing, particularly of, of teenage suicide, it's very, very daunting. So we're going to stop with that. And I want you to remind people one more time what your website is. Uh, com, And the book is Heal Your Soul History, Activate the True Power of Your Shadow. We want to thank you very, very much for being on the show. It's gone. The hour's gone really, really quickly. I've had a good time. It's yeah, interesting, this whole energetic uh, process. So for those of you that are listening, we're going to really encourage you to go to Tracy's website and certainly check out her books. Thank you again. So for the, those of you that are listening, I just want to tell you that I've got a, an announcement that I'm really happy about. I'm going to be doing uh, courses, online video courses with Blue Moon Academy. And my first course, we just launched it today, actually. And real simple, it's called How to Be Spiritual at Work. And so it's a video course. 
It's extremely inexpensive, and I mean extremely, like $17 for a 90-minute course. So you'll find that at johannacarroll.com, or you can go to bluemoonacademy.com. We live in a very interesting age. We live in a time of revelation, awareness, and hopefully harmony. So I'm going to wish all of you the opportunity, whether it's through Tracy's books or just your own work that you're doing on your own, to really make that connection to the higher realms for yourself so you can have that personal relationship to return you to a state of bliss, harmony, and peace because you really do have the ability to live heaven on earth. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope to see you soon with Dialogue with Divinity, and I'm sending your heart a really big hug. Bye for now. Bye for now.